Hey, y'all, it's Kristen and Christine from, from The Takeover. Takeover. We're growing and loving the engagement via social media and through our audio platforms. If you want to hear more from us, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. That's hashtag The Takeover with Kristen and Christine. Listen, rate, and comment on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at The Takeover CC to join the conversation. Now let's get into the episode. You are now tuned into The Takeover with Kristen, Christine, and Flo. (laughs) So, um, shout outs to episode two of season two here at The Takeover. And of course, as we let you know, last week we'll be having guests with us practically every episode um, this coming season. Just because we wanted to bring, you know, the other tastemakers, the other creatives, the other hustlers, grinders of New York City and beyond to you all um, and see how they've been um, acquainting or reacquainting themselves with this city and bring them in on the conversation that we have every single week about music, media and black girl magic. So, of course, um, our girl Flo here um, is a perfect candidate to have on the show. Tell us Um, why. Christine well, put me on. Well, Flo <laughs> is honestly like sis. She is sis. Um, we are Prep for Prep Contingent 29 sisters. Um, we are contingent mates. We met each other back in 2006. Wow. Or something like that. Yeah. How old are we? When we I, were when 10. I, wait, 7th grade. Well, we started, remember we started oh, we right started after fifth grade. Okay, then yeah, I was like, yeah. how'd you get the date? <laughs> I was like, well, how'd you get the year so <laughs> No, her, her memory is crazy. Though. Oh, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So 11. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, we, we hustled and grinded through that 14-month program. Um, Flo was our master cen- mistress of ceremonies oh my gosh. for our commencement. TBT. I, I did that. Yeah, I she did that. that. And then after that, went off to Horseman. Where she did amazing as well, and I was okay. I remember- Horseman was rough for me, to be honest. We can talk about that <laughs> um, or not, and then we also, but also just coming to Deus meetings, which were diversity um, meetings that we had once a month, where prep kids and non-prep kids, students of color, non-students of color, would come and talk about diversity issues, and that was where I saw Flo for the first time be a grinder, a mover, a shaker. Mm. Oh my um, gosh. So Flo had the photography on the up and on the up and coming. Yes. She started her website back then, flowingala.com. Uh yo. She was But talk about that being that age and starting a website and how important that is right now. Oh my gosh. Okay. I was so little. I was honestly on Tumblr for the most part. Like I I had Mm -hmm. a Tumblr when I was like well, I had like all this work I was making for school because I really got into photography, and then like I like I, I realized that to be honest, people that were in my classes didn't care as much as I did. And I guess that's just the distinction that happens when you realize you have like, a passion versus mm-hmm. a hobby. And like mm-hmm. at the moment, I didn't know. I just thought I cared more about the class, so I just would, like scan my images at the time. Like I, I was shooting film, and like that's really mm-hmm. like where my foundation is in photography, which I'm so blessed to be able to say because a lot of people are out here like not 
like we don't really understand like it as an art form because it's so easy to do which is a blessing and a curse because everyone's like kind of becoming an artist which i really am so for especially because photography is an art form that i feel like everyone should be into because life is just so beautiful like why not shouldn't capturing. everyone do- document it you know mm-hmm. but i also feel like people just kind of like are picking up a camera and not really thinking about like what like the beauty of like the mm-hmm. form itself mm-hmm. so i started scanning my images like my film pictures and putting them on like a tumblr and then at a certain age i was like oh i gotta look legit with the tumblr <laughs> so i got a square space yeah. i think when i was in college Bro. Or something. and that's when i started that's when i was like okay like i guess now i have to be more legit like i'm paying for this mm-hmm. like whatever but oh true my, money. i took my tumblr very seriously yeah <laughs> and she used to capture pictures of us after yeah oh my after gosh. Um, after dais like day after dais antics were ridiculous so like We'd have oh these gosh. great intellectual conversations inside at the age of 13, 14, 15. <laughs> <laughs> but then we were definitely outside having the time of our lives. Um, East 86th Street, Upper East Side, the McDonald's. Um, yes. I have a, like, the one by pictures Prep? too. Is no, that the East, the, Upper East Side? Oh, okay. oh but we would also have be them in the like Prep different, one too. Like private schools. We would have like the, we would have like the meetings at different schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but then... Flo was also the administrator of you know how Facebook has um the Facebook selling oh my um, gosh yes that's what you told me about we were talking about hustling we was like what was your hustle like my hustle what? was like making paper mache boxes my hustle and, was this bitch um, knows me like, oh my god <laughs> my hustle was um, letting people borrow my me. old iPods and Zooms with music p- Flo's hustle was, was also legit, legit. she had the buy selling trading the BST um yes. pages <laughs> and she used to be the she used to be the administrator Wait, she'd be like, bro. Literally a couple thousand people who joined that. That's a fact. And I was couple like, thousand. Yeah, yeah I was that's like, important. this became a lot bigger than I thought it would be. Mm. And I was like, like mm-hmm. whoa! I remember that. Sometimes I look back at that page. I still get notifications for it. Did ask, like even though it's dormant, right? Mm-hmm. But I still get notifications. And like, I feel really bad add because me, add because people are want you to add them, and then I just I completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. But I like before I it was a thing where I was like, okay, everyone can come in, and then it got kind of weird. People were posting like like random shit, and, mm-hmm. I, and then I had to turn like I had to make it so I had to approve of the post, mm-hmm. and then after a while, I just gave up. But it's, it's so dead. I'm like, who's? Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Are but Flo was like the fashion. Flo was like the resident fashion police. Like, <laughs> low key, like if it was good, she would be like, she would either co-sign or not oh co-sign God. certain things that people were putting up to sell. Um, Flo used wow. to make these bomb ass pins. Oh my I used to buy pins from Flo no, all you, the now time. You stop. Now you just now it's just getting creepy. So, <laughs> <laughs> but basically, kidding. like. Flo has always had this creative visionary mindset and she's never lost it for the sake of um, the white independent school space mm. that teaches oh. you that you can only be the academic. Oh, she got a lot to say on that. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just like, you know, honestly, I've like met people, like, I, you know, it's really cool to have met people like while I've been like kind of coming up and whatever, who fuck with my work and stuff. But like, it's really different like to know someone who's like known you like, mm-hmm. like before, you know, like during that. So mm-hmm. like, it's just, Hearing you say that back to me, even when I talk to like my mom and my sister and stuff, like like I talk to them every day, so it's like I haven't heard like these yeah. things. The validation. I'm like, Whoa. Yeah. It's yeah. The validation. Like, your life has yeah, been like there's a it's a chronicle, and it's also you know? like it's special, like or more special hearing it come from someone like you've known for a long time, mm-hmm. not just someone who like Have like seen. when read your bio before they went to interview right. you and are just like reading it off of you. right. No, that's flow, beautiful. Flow Thanks. is that 
What was that? Dang. At least you know. That bitch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and that was um, the best intro ever. I'm so happy to have um, two of my sisters come together Aww. now in this space so that we could, you know, talk that shit. <laughs> but also get to know Flo a little more and see how, you know, she's taking, taking over. Taking over New York the, City and, and the world. And Waikiki. And <laughs> she's trying to, she's trying to be out to Cuba in two days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's just doing Wait, it. Wait, is that how you pronounce it? Waikiki? You said it different. Um, no, Alice or Waikiki. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's where I get from. <laughs> but how do they say it there? No, I just said, no, you, I think maybe you were just singing, singing <laughs> yeah, in a sing song voice, and I thought that you were singing it. Oh, got you. <laughs> yeah, no. Waikiki. All right, so we're going to yeah. jump into a quick game. Y'all know we like little word games. Um, we switch it up a little bit. So, first, we want to, um, we'll just like weave in and out, me and Christine. Just to get us ourselves to know flow a little right. bit. Right. So quick snapshot aside from the beautiful intro that Christine has I laid know, out that for us. That was amazing. Thank you so um, much. That was amazing. Beautiful intro about a beautiful person. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite borough. Um so I she's almost, go ahead, I almost go said ahead. Harlem, but it's not a but it is a borough. So Harlem. <laughs> yes, talk that shit. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Favorite place to eat in New York. Cause you know a bitch always hungry. You know what? I'm really like a corner store ass motherfucker. Like yeah. I can't. Like there's just so many options. Like especially <laughs> I've been so blessed to live in an area where there's this one that's open 24 seven. So like I'll just be in there or like a chicken spot to be really honest. So bacon, egg and cheese or chopped cheese? No, I'm just I'm more of like a like a cold cut or I just like going in and getting like a buffalo chicken with like lettuce, tomato, whatever like on a roll, hot or like a chopped cheese. Like I just like the variety. Mm. Wow. She yeah. said, I'm a corner store motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Real New York bitch. Um, okay, so what's the song that you're playing the most in the morning? Now? Or like in general? Oh. However you want. I don't know why I hate music questions. I get so much anxiety. Yeah? Do you yeah. have a lot of music? Is that why? Do no, I don't. I'm not really like a music. Like I'm, I'm a music person because my sister and my brother are. Like actually, like my old... My older, both my brothers and my sister are, so like they'll put me on to stuff. But I'm not really like a music. Like I won't jump and mm -hmm. you know listen to unless it's like Drake. That's the only person. Mm. But obviously, like working in the music industry, people like ask me about music. Mm. I would say honestly, most I really like Afrobeat, like African music. So I'll listen to like that maybe or um uh I like have some favorite songs, but for the most part, I like that genre of music. Well, you gave us two great answers. We only yeah. asked one, so shout out to you. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> um, um, the next one? Yeah. What's the first thing you'd buy if you had Oprah, Oprah Knowles, Carter, Carter Gates, Gates, Bezos, Bezos money? money. <laughs> like a lot of money? So that's yeah. zero. Yeah. Zero. Like, there's no uh, end. first thing, I would buy my mom a house. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. I feel like that's all every prep, well, majority of prep kids Idea. Every person of color, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like an like, immigrant. Yeah. It's like I want my own space, I, like I with my, my name written on it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's like the first thing that came to my mind. Okay, um, name two different Nigerian foods. Um, jollof rice is like a really popular one, and then like I would say fufu is also a really popular one. Now, are they your favorites? Um, I like Senegalese jollof more. Ooh. To be honest, <laughs> and people sleep on it, but like it really is. You know, there's like this big Nigerian Ghanaian debate. I know. <laughs> but really, it's because Senegalese is the best, and it, they don't even have to participate in the debate. Wow. Because that's just like a. Because they're that elite. They are. Elite. And when I when I I was like really blessed to be able to like travel there, 
and like I stayed with a family who like they cooked and it was amazing. It was amazing. But um, God willing, I can like go back to like the places I'm from. Like my mm-hmm. mom is Nigeria, my dad's Cameroonian, and like then I can be more Im- immersed in the culture because I'd be feeling like I'm not as down as like I, I feel like I should be or mm-hmm. I want to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Shooting Gucci Mane or shooting Cardi B? Oh my God, I can't pick. <laughs> I can't pick. They're both like awesome. <laughs> and then the last one is um, taking pictures. So shooting the pictures or editing pictures. Oh my gosh. Because you hard. talk about it as an art form. So uh, yeah, we know that there's different parts. It's not just about picking up that camera and going out there. Oh my God, and I really it. don't know. Uh, I feel like taking pictures, like, they're both just so awesome. Like it's like there's a feeling of just like, when you're really like in your flow, no pun intended, of like what you're, <laughs> of, like, what you're doing, it's like, I, and I feel that really with both. I think with taking pictures, I'm really happy with editing. I love seeing like what I can get from an image, like bringing up the colors, or there's just so much room. There's literally an infinite amount of possibilities when it comes to editing. And with shooting, there's an infinite amount of moments. Like you can move two feet over, or change your shutter speed and get you know or like your iso or whatever not to get too techie but like you know you can do stuff to make the images different so i really i can't i can't pick i'm sorry mm-hmm. i'm also really indecisive i'm a gemini <laughs> and have you chosen have you chosen a specific way to shoot that then allows for your editing process to be a lot more fluid or what do you mean specific way to shoot so like, like i know that some people like when we think of um like filters and things like that that people like automatically like make settings on um, their on mm, their honestly oh, yeah. I, I almost like I 99% I, I think I don't ever shoot off manual like I just have to like I can't think of it even sometimes I'll shoot events and you'll just think okay like just flash photography you just put the flash setting but I always shoot on manual I just I, I that's like how I learned like I learned like having to do manual focus and adjust the shutter speed and like um this thing called the aperture mm-hmm. and so like i'm used it's like i learned the hardest way possible so i just i can't just get too comfortable like, i have to have control over all of it and then that that takes That's you like dope, is that quick is that quick for you now where you just um it depends on the setting like usually like if i'm shooting like a party or something like i think those are the times where i'm like i'm still kind of having issues with that because like the way flash works is that you can have flash like set differently and it can come out differently so let's say you're here like if i'm next to you like i can turn like the manual settings on the flash to make you look better than like because it's artificial lighting like mm-hmm. i can change it to make yeah. it look better or worse yeah and like i'm still getting a hang of that otherwise though if i'm shooting like outside like natural lighting or like concerts it's not like to me it's it's pretty easy at this point so yeah okay so um we had mentioned um, Gucci Mane versus Cardi B and that's just because we've seen tons of behind the scenes we've seen and people have picked you up from the fader yes like you're <laughs> on like legitimate um, you've gotten sources. co-signed although right. you need no co-sign right <laughs> and so um, we know that you have these great behind the scenes because you um, you know you include it on your stories and it's like obviously you have these amazing photos that show us like for example like Cardi B in the, behind Jimmy Kimmel um, so I'm wondering if there is any like specific story that has come from any of those behind the scenes moments that you have like kept with you since you started working Just with like them like anything mm-hmm. um, that are not that's not necessarily like shown by your your behind the scenes yeah, photos that's a good question oh my gosh i don't think 
ever like I'm in a moment if I'm like if I'm not loving it through my camera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of bad to say, but um, I mean, I'll just well, just for the sake of like not sitting here thinking for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's like this photo I took of Gucci when I first shot him when he came out of prison in 2016, and it's like him talking to his wife, and we were at um. Serious XM Radio, and it's it's like one of my favorite photos I've ever taken of him because like I decided to edit it and put it in black and white, but it's like his wife on the left side and him on the right side, and he's like listening to her. Yeah. So like he's like just like listening, and I really I love that picture because you really like see him as like like a, a husband, mm-hmm. like a, you know, like just listening yeah. to his like his. Well, I think they were engaged. Oh no, they weren't even engaged at the time. They were just like together. So. That relationship, yeah, the relationship, too. right? So I love that one because I, I'm all about like capturing people as people, not mm. just like yeah. as like celebrities. So that's one of my favorites. And then with Cardi, like, um, I mean, like, I guess moments. I think the same with like her. Like, I have some of like her and Offset together that I took on the side of like the Bardier video, and I just love seeing like. I guess I'm just like into like love, so maybe yeah. like that's <laughs> maybe that's what it really Aww. is. Yeah, so but yeah, but she's like she's like pretty cool. Like no no one's like too PDA or anything, but like I just kind of like the yeah. Relationship. And the fact that you can capture those moments when it's not like excessive, like it's not all like the yeah. hugging and kissing on each other, but like the listening, you know, yeah. like that's an important part yeah, of a relationship, relationship. Yeah. <laughs> right? Communication is everything. That's yeah. that's amazing. So that's, I guess that would be the answer. So we know, um, as you were just talking about before when I was asking about the ideas of how you set up your camera for these different shoots, not only are you doing these like intimate spaces um, for like these behind the scenes, but you're also doing huge sets and performances. Um, but I was wondering if you ever get, well, we were wondering if you ever get artists while they're like in the booth, like if they're spitting and things like that, um, like or even during their crea- creating process. Mm, I, I haven't with them. But there was a time, like, before I was, or maybe when I, like, had first started shooting them, I was just interested in capturing that. So there was a guy I knew who was a rapper, and I actually had asked him if I could come into his studio and just, like, take pictures of him, like, um, like uh, recording, or, like, I think he's making a mixtape or something. So that, that's the only time I've been in that setting. Otherwise, um, no, with Cardi and, like, Gucci, I, I haven't seen it, like, firsthand it's usually like them performing or something mm-hmm. do you look up, up to anyone in your field like um specifically photography um i have a really bad memory sometimes so like i can't think of names you could but, see like, the photos the, what'd you say <laughs> you could see the images yeah <laughs> I, I can visualize them though um but honestly like pretty much anyone who's just doing stuff that i just think is really really good and powerful and like authentic and original like mm-hmm. i um, actually, like, went to school for advertising and PR. But, like, I want to be an art director and creative director, like, one day. So I just really value, like, just, like, genuine creativity. And I'm really critical about, like, stuff. Like, I don't know where my taste came from. I think it was just, tum- like, being on Tumblr for years and just seeing really good images. So I have a very, like, high threshold for that kind of stuff. So I, when I see things I like, I, like, really like them. So when people make things that I think are really good, I, like, really, really, really fuck with them. So just anyone who makes stuff that makes me feel like, oh, like, I want to save this. Or, like, I want to screenshot this. Yeah. And it's a lot of, like, I mean, there's no, like, specific anything just anyone who's making good stuff i like like it 
Were you part of those Tumblr meetups? In um, oh no, okay. No. <laughs> oh no, no, no. no. I never went. I like would watch and like be a hater. Through, like not a hater, but I would just used to be like, I don't know. I was like very indifferent towards them. Like I appreciated them for what they were. And honestly, I had this one idea, which I guess I'll, I could just share it now because I didn't do it. But like I had this one idea for like a documentary about the Glenn, the Glenn who Brown, who was like the head dude. Yeah. And, like, I remember I was talking to, like, his best friend about doing it. Because I just was kind of fascinated. I was like, wait, this guy kind of led this thing that was actually huge. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, I was like, like, what that was. Like, yeah. he literally was able to bring all these people out. And I wanted to, this is when I first thought I wanted to get into film. I wanted to do, like, a little thing about him and, like, talk about it. And maybe, maybe I'll still do it. Maybe someone who's listening to this will be inspired to do it themselves. But, like, I, I appreciated it for what it was. Even though at the time, like, I just never... It's not, that, it's not that I didn't think I was cool enough. I just thought it was just too much. Like, the videos look very overwhelming. Like, people yeah. just sitting around <laughs> doing God knows what. Like, I just not really, like... I was, I was in, I was in Connecticut because I went to boarding school. So, I was mm-hmm. in prep. to come for that. I used, I couldn't because, you know, I didn't have the money for that. My oh, mom was not going to let right. me come home to be part of no <laughs> Tumblr meetup. Like, what, what is that? Do you see how powerful it is, though? People yeah, but fly I would... fly out en- and do when all those things. Envy, I would be like... Uh, I would scroll through. I didn't even have a Tumblr, and that's and I knew about them. So, how and do I would, you see them, then? My friend had a Tumblr, and mm. she would tell me about it, and then I would, like, just go to their specific pages to see what's going on with uh, them because I was like... Mm. These kids are interesting, and no, that was really a prep. Was, didn't let me do move, that. Was really mm-hmm. a movement. I think people really, like, I mean, I'm sure people appreciate it, but I don't think, like, at the time, people knew like how, how that was really was. powerful. Yeah, and the fact that like obviously some people from that circle like, were able to make like careers of themselves, careers. which also is something I wanted to put in the documentary. But coming soon. Yeah, yeah maybe. I don't know. If, I, <laughs> if you have the time. Yeah. If I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see. Um. So going back to your photos and things like that, um, we just want to make sure that you know, like, do you know that your <laughs> photos are legendary? Are they? Not yet. <gasps> There's like one or two I've taken that are like, this is kind of fire. But also I have, I'm, I guess I'm pretty hard on myself. I'm like, you have to be because yeah. your photos are like, they're amazing. And uh, thank you. I'm thinking about all these, you know, documentaries and stuff when they flash like the photo across the screen mm. and you're like, oh, like back in the day, this is what these people were doing. And I feel <laughs> yeah. like you are providing that, that context for that the happening. future. That, I, would like, be, I would be so blessed. Like I could see that happening. Or even like, cool. um, like you're talking about documentaries and thinking about like those behind the scenes moments that you're mm-hmm. talking about that you've captured and being like, where else are they going to find them? Like, mm, right that's your, true. Right yeah, here. that's true. <laughs> and so like, that's I'm thinking about like they're gonna go down in history somewhere whether or not it's the way you've curated them or how someone will curate them like in the future Mm. um and they're um they're worth so much like I know if if I was gonna get shot by (laughs) the flown Ngala at first I was like shot I was like Lord God (laughs) not six no no not boom 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 that one (laughs) (laughs) if I was gonna like I know that that's 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 a price tag money <laughs> that's also like it's a memory mm-hmm. like it's worth like so much memory because i know that um i'm not gucci i'm not cardi um but i'm a i'm a lover of your work and i know that you capturing their memories like they're so indebted right. to you like i can uh, yeah mm-hmm. like think about it because they're in their moment, moment you know and so they're not i mean yeah they'll need they'll need a photographer on call they'll need a videographer mm-hmm. on call they'll need a makeup artist and stuff like that but like for you guys to come together and like 
literally freeze that moment and specifically mm. you for you to freeze that moment for them so they can look back like not only their followers and people that are interested in them but they themselves you know, they themselves to look back and, and be like wow you know what? i hope that, you know and it's sad to say but like, i honestly don't think that people like appreciate photography the same because like not to say that they they specifically don't but i just feel like it is a little difficult to be in this space where i feel like i'm doing a job but then also know the value of my work as an artist because i'm not just like it's not just for the quick time i'm like yeah. a whole like like when, I, when people see my work when people who hire me or like work with me see my work that's like i do like a lot of self-portrait stuff or like mm-hmm. my street photography stuff like that's really like where my heart is mm-hmm. and i think and i hate to say it but i'm realizing more with like this industry it's kind of like you're not being hired for being like Christine Crosio. It's more like, okay, you like you can fill a role, you can do a job. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm trying to leverage myself and position myself to be in a place where people are hiring me and they feel like they have to have like, okay, flows, photography specifically, or her eyes specifically. But also flow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, not just like, oh, we need a photographer, we need a female of color, let's get her. Because I feel like people like to throw that shit out. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like, we need a woman of color, like let's you know help. Yeah. <laughs> Is, is it like to fill a quote? Yeah, to fill a mm. quota, or you actually do you actually like believe in someone's like vision? Mm. So I don't know. I think I really wish people saw photography like as like it's literally like time like being captured, and mm-hmm. the text on social media kind of makes it like this instant thing. Yeah, yeah. but I feel like like my the images I took of Cardi for like the Barty and Cardi video, I was so proud of that work because I felt like they were, I just really like liked it, and I spent a lot of time. I took so many photos. I spent like a week editing and stuff. But at the end of the day, like, it was on social media for, like, a moment, and now it's kind of, like, like, I don't know if it, like, mm. has that sustenance anymore, you know? Do you keep photos for yourself so yeah. that, okay. I, I have everything on, like, a memory card and stuff. No, no, I mean, like, things that you don't put out to the public so it's not, like, something that everyone else consumes rapidly and then it goes to the back of their mind. Mm. But, like, do you keep things, that's, like, a vault of, I yeah, guess, you I can mean, put out later. Yeah, I mean, there's things that I've been paid to shoot that I just don't have, like, like, the, what's the right the I have permission to, like, mm. to share mm. and like, there's some things I'll share that I have to like, ask someone like mm. is it okay if I share like a photo or two or something mm. so there's that but I think for the most part I, I do share the work I, like, there's no picture I think I have that I that I could have shared that I really liked that I haven't I think I pretty mm-hmm. much share everything that like I really like mm-hmm. I can't really help it and <laughs> even like the like I guess another question that I have for you is like when people f- find your photos and like see them like I be sometimes having to be a police and be like, that's flow. Like, <laughs> like, so many flow. of my friends that's have like flow. picked that's that flow. up. Like I used to, <laughs> people used to be in like Cardi's captions, like tag the photographer. Like, yes. I'm like, that's trying to get me to lose my job. Like, right? relax. like no, but I love that. Even like, like a lot of platforms, like you were saying before, would repost, like Revolt would always repost stuff like complex or like, the fader, I don't know, like other things, and sometimes they wouldn't tag me because like they didn't know who. Like right. if she doesn't post, if she doesn't put a tag on something like they don't know necessarily. Yeah. But then I guess now like um, like sometimes when like I will like there has been a tag on some things, mm-hmm. like they will repost and then tag me, and like mm-hmm. some of those platforms have like followed me, which is mm-hmm. cool. So mm-hmm. then I guess they think that they'll just like they could just get it from my page or something. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I don't mind it. But I'm like y'all just relax. Like, yeah, I'm still getting to... a check. Like, it's okay. <laughs> like, but we, we, we well. want multiple checks. So yeah, we might need true. to talk about, oh my as gosh. I said, management. She said, like, <laughs> <laughs> she making sure like, that the deals, <laughs> make sure the deals are lined up <laughs> so that good. the reposts <laughs> create income as well. Yeah. You feel me? No, tags go so far. Like, credits go so far. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. when she, she posted, like, three of those, those images and, like, um... 
I got like a caption tag and like I like, obviously like a lot of followers but like actual platforms followed me like I got all these like DMs and requests for like, that, an assistant yeah. and, like an oh, intern wow. and I was just like wow 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 <laughs> because I mean you want an intern girl <laughs> no I'm like I don't need it I don't need one yet I'm like but thank you and people were like you know how'd you get in the position like really nice things too mm-hmm. but like I was like wow that stuff is powerful yeah. especially because she's like 20 million followers yeah. Like, yeah. so you never know who will see it mm-hmm. and be like I love this picture let me hire this person so yeah. speaking of um, social medias and all that, where can people find you? Not only on social media, oh, yeah. but also your website and other okay. platforms. All my handles are the same. Should I just like say them and spell them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So f- okay, so flow f l o, no w n is a Nancy G A L A dot com. Um, my Instagram is f l o n g a l a n g a l a flow and gala, and then. Uh, I guess my email is <laughs> info or flow at flowangala.com. Everything's the same. I have a Twitter, but I don't really use it. And then Consistency I don't really use Facebook key. either. Yeah. yeah. But my Instagram or yeah, my Instagram and my Twitter used to be fuck flow, but spelled like P H U C K. And my mom, like, I'm actually really happy she told me to change that when I was younger. So it's been flow and gala for like a couple years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, cool. Holla at me. Yes. <laughs> um, you actually. You you say you created your website at what when you was in? I don't remember. I think you were in, I was high, in high school. school. Yeah. So for you to, I mean, like, think about it. People's emails was crazy in high school. Like, I didn't have a. So for that's foresight on your part too, because. Well, I didn't have the email then. I just had the the, the just the Squarespace without the G Suite. Yeah, but I'm this. saying like, think about people's emails. Like, oh, my email was Queen T I N K S Z Z nine. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been crazy. Like, Prep literally had to tell us like, don't send your employers emails with no crazy, you know, crazy Chrissy eight one six. Right, right. You, you got it. My so that's Cameroon Chick Five Six. Oh my God, who was Lil Flow 05 That was my oh. first email ever. <laughs> yeah. I had a Yahoo first of all. Why did I have a Yahoo? Yeah. Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, speaking of who's and has and all of that stuff, we have new music. And there's a lot to run down here, so we just gonna too name much, things. Too much. And yes. honestly, if any of these like speak to you, Flo, feel free to talk about them. Speak but if anything on this list does not speak to you, let us know what you're listening to. Let us know what new music you're looking forward to. I gotta do, I gotta do better because you got, you guys were like, really into music. I, wish I, had I mean, we we're lis- we're listeners, you okay. know. We um, I feel like more than. I feel like we're cultural commentators yeah. more than because like we delve into music, but we talk about lyrics. Like, and it's not only about, about like production. oh the production is great yeah. or the lyrics is great, but it's also like what does it mean in the world? You know, like what yeah. does it mean for um, J Cole to put out a song right after like um, the day after the anniversary of Illmatic? You know, like so thinking or about like, what does it mean shit. for Kendrick to have a Pulitzer and who were the people that preceded right. him that had Pulitzers? Who is he in the midst of? You know. That's dope. So, yeah. Um, starting right along, moving right along. Um, to start it up, summer's heating up, and of Barbie course we gotta go with Nikki. Were you a Nikki fan <laughs> when you were younger? Um, Are you a Nikki fan? I, I'm, I'm not like a fan of anyone. Okay. I just like consume it, except for yeah. Drake, like I said already. Drake. Like literally just Drake and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I have no problem with her, her music. Yeah, so we we were falling in love with Barbie Tings. Um, I mean, I don't think I even heard that yet. 
that. Yeah, I, I really like it just because the beat, the the beat really like turned me up. Yeah. Honestly, I was it like, it reminds me of like old. Is that that's Chun Li? I don't. I'm not a fan of Chun Li. Yeah. How does Barbie Ting go? Na 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 na. I just like I just like the beat behind it because it's like it's like it's boom bap. yeah it's that boom <laughs> it's bap. the boom bap no that's what it literally was called it's boom bap style okay I didn't like, know that yeah the beat style. I thought you created that no <laughs> <laughs> I would though but it's um, like just that production style like it takes me back to beat me up Scotty mm-hmm. um I get crazy. I get crazy. I, yeah. I get crazy. Or even Itty Bitty Piggy, a song that I love also oh dearly. All right. Um, yeah. Our bro put out, our bro being DJ Riley Rowe. Um, he's um, Designers Tour DJ. Okay. And we're his assistants. Okay. Yeah, he used to be on 106. He's on um, oh, 97, 93.7. Did he hit me up once? Yes, yes. We connected y'all, didn't we? I remember that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he just... Um, he produced a song for um, Smoke Dizza and Ty Dolla Sign. Um, they just put that out. It's called The Love. And then I he also has another song with Jim Jones because everybody's like, oh my God, Jim Jones put out a project. Um, and it was called Wasted Talent. And the actual song um, featuring an up-and-coming R&B um, singer, Alexis, called Got To Be Real. And he's basically talking to Chrissy on this song. Jim Jones. Oh, like, what? the lyrics are to Chrissy. I got to yet? listen. I don't think they'll get married. That's just my that's just my my thing. I think they ran their whole um reality TV television stint mm-hmm. is about not being married. <laughs> like it's Chrissy proposed, thing. right? <laughs> I mean, it'll be nice if they want to do that, but you know, I don't I don't I don't see it. I mean, they're on a show f- like it's what is it? Marriage boot camp? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, you know, <laughs> the hopes Dad, is to get married. I love, <laughs> I love the idea of marriage and all that stuff. I cannot wait to get married. I have babies. Aww, it's like a me fun too. fact to me. I'm like so hyped for this. I think that's why you like the relationship shoot. No, yeah, for sure. Shots. It, it's like say. a deeper like thing about me as a human being. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> 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 that's what to, no, like, but it's like a deeper like that's yeah. what I care. I think like, I always say like in an alternate universe, I think like I would have been a backup dancer or like a nurse or something. Like I love babies. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I I can't like even explain. I love yeah. kids or like a teacher or something. I just like like people. Obviously, I'm a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just spoke about it, but J Cole did release KOD. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the visuals do the actual album justice. I haven't seen any visuals. How many of them are? I saw ATM. Okay. Um, and that, was that allowed That's me the, the sky one, right? Yes, that and good. that allowed me to appreciate the album just a bit more because. It's compelling. Um, the one part that had me was um, he's trying to buy this car in order to go up into the sky to he run up, his chase leg the off. They I pulled mean, the leg arm. and he pulled off his arm. Get it? I'm paying an arm, arm and, and a leg. leg. Yeah, I saw that part on social media, Yo, but I didn't see any other I visuals. Yeah, but I was like, wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sounds like my mother. Yeah. I got to get my arm and my leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, Kendrick with them. Pulitzer Prize. Wow. Like, if we talk about um, accomplishments in, you know, in the United States or things that are recognized by the whites. Considered high art. High art. Quality. We're talking like Toni Morrison level of mm-hmm. work. And I mean, if you think about how he has like curated his work and he has evolved as an artist, I think like he's more than deserving. Oh, yeah. um, what makes me even more... 
I don't know into this moment for him mm -hmm. is how much I have been informing myself um I'll just put it out there ignorance is bliss because right now I'm, I think I'm I was forcing myself to read so much like oh Kristen you just got out of college like you didn't read mad stuff so I was like for my birthday we had this whole campaign it was like books for my birthday people sent me <laughs> books she to my job it was beautiful um, but then I started reading a bunch of stuff and then reading also turned into watching documentaries and I felt like I was just like, I'm overwhelming myself. Um, so I watched the BMF documentary. You know about Big Meech? Oh, girl, you got to watch that documentary. So you know how Rick Ross says, I think I'm Big Meech. I just saw that nigga like two days ago. I'm done. <laughs> like literally just walking. I was like, that's Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, Big Meech, drug trafficking organization that was national, low-key, international, like, under the name of Pablo Escobar, yeah. Oh, Big Meech. But he refers to himself as Big Meech. No, no, no. I think I'm Big Meech. Right, right. But that was like a person. But yeah. Got you. Like is in jail for that. And it's scary because, okay, so there's that. There's I'll get back to why it's scary. Then I've been reading Push Out, The Criminalization of Black Girls. And that is just like devastating. And thinking about how women, little girls, are being are being seen as women when they are little girls. And then how they because of circumstances and poverty and how people perceive them they're like pushed into criminal spaces spaces criminal um yeah places and um then i you think about what you call it i watched the khalif browder documentary which is yeah. like, uh. like i could fall out and now i'm like i can't watch i can't read anything else and then i started reading the autobiography of gucci Mane, thinking that that was going to be any easier and it's not because i'm thinking about how it all connects to the same place are you doing all this simultaneously or like like, it, I think yeah. it's like one after the up, other. Yeah, you know? pick it you up, gotta, and it's like one you gotta after put the a, other. You got to put a funny book in between. You I didn't know it was like that, and I'm like, now nah, I'm depressed. Like just yeah. thinking about how my people are just jacked up. But when I say Kendrick Lamar is a when I hear that he is a Pulitzer Prize winning man for an album, mm -hmm. like that means his body of work is so extreme and important and relevant and critically acclaimed that he has he has like beat all odds he's defeated all the odds things that seem impossible based on like all those things that i've been reading the documentaries that i've been watching it seems like it's literally nearly damn impossible to get where you need to go but yet still and for him to man. be recognized so he hasn't really beat all the odds because of the right yeah. right but like to pulitzer prize like would you expect that from and that's sad that you wouldn't because i can't already, save already you. been like because uh. the pulitzer prize can't save you i also feel like it's i mean i agree with what you're saying and it's like people putting this like thing on and like okay it's a pulitzer prize winning album makes it gives it more of like this value or whatever but like before it, it was that it was still it like, was still that exactly exactly so just yeah i agree and my thing is like i'm just shocked that yeah, they he, have he like recognized literally him. made history. Like that, like that literally like did, made something more possible yeah. for the next person. Mm -hmm. So that's which is that's for me. That's like the main like mm -hmm. wow. Like anything is literally possible. Mm -hmm. like, damn, because like he literally made that. That album touched us in ways that, like, the title in our hearts that we're giving him is right. Pulitzer Prize. Mm -hmm. You know, without him being actually critically mm -hmm. acclaimed by that organization. He, yeah. And just did he win a Grammy for that too? He received a lot right? of he received so many different awards for he it. He yeah he did win he won five Grammys six yeah. MTV awards <laughs> an NAACP Image Award oh a Brit God. a Juno a BET Award and a Clio a Juno so that's amazing and a Pulitzer Prize now yeah as well as the fifteen thousand dollar prize money but that's chump change to him <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's cute yeah ah, that's mm. cute. 
So I mean, I feel like for like a poet or like someone else, like in a different, like a scientist, that would be different. Like, mm. I can see that fifteen thousand might go different ways for like yeah. the different like categories. Yeah, yeah. Like based on like what you do, you know. What I mean? Yeah, but this fifteen thousand was probably just like a. Let me give it to the kids. <laughs> right, I'm right. Fifteen thousand. Right. Sure. <laughs> Let me invest that money. Right. Um. What else did we have? Oh, your man's Drake is coming out with an album. Oh yeah, my man. Scorpion <laughs> in June. So we're looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. He's um, claiming top so spots on Billboard right oh, now. Oh yeah. Yeah. With nice he, for what? You know what? I was just telling my sister, and I don't know if everyone agrees with this, but like I feel like Drake in rap is like Drake to like the rap game is kinda like what Beyonce has become. Just mm-hmm. in that like ability to put something out and everyone just like, fucks with it. it. Yeah. Like, this is the best. <laughs> but like I mean, it's not it's not the same obviously but i feel like it's very very close like i feel like drake doesn't put out things that are not good anymore right what do you think what vibe do you think he'll give us on the same (laughs) (laughs) he's given us so many different vibes like just like i mean when i say the same i mean like that same like just like music that makes you like i guess i don't know like what the word is but i feel like he puts out music that's like it's like a vibe like it makes you like it's just different like even i remember like for me one of his one of my favorite albums was is nothing was the same mm-hmm. um i remember listening to it in college and just everything kind of just sounding like it just made sense like mm-hmm. i love the album so i think he does a good job at like just making vibey music mm-hmm. i'm wondering what culture snatching he's gonna do <laughs> what dominant cultural ethnic influence is gonna crying as part of this <laughs> i think he's project. going to do a good job in crediting i'm giving him mm-hmm. you know I, I believe in him. Faith. I gave I gave him some I gave him back some of his 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 notoriety um, due to the nice for what video. I thought that that gave him you know a couple notches. Amazing. So I gave that back to him. <laughs> All right. So we have also Cali Uchis's album. Yeah. I it was, it was good. I listened. I didn't get all the way through it. Mm-hmm. Have you heard? I know of her, but I don't listen to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like I need to get into it because everybody's like telling me about her and i haven't finished listening to her um project mm-hmm. princess nokia i believe just put out uh, something some, yeah project um and then finally um kanye's just telling us that everybody's coming out with more stuff like stay tuned stay tuned Tweets. for june right stay tuned for june yeah <laughs> i'm not excited about his own i'll just put that out there <laughs> um are you excited for his with kid cuddy um sonically yes Mm -hmm. um but i'm like i'm not gonna do streaming for the first week just because um, i gotta listen to tiana i will listen to tiana Tiana. that's a wait is she gonna be on a project or she She has her her own that's her own project Mm -hmm. and he produced it Ah, i'm scared for her though i don't honestly i don't know (laughs) if it'll be that i don't know if i think she's like that good of of a musician like she's a good voice she's very talented Mm -hmm. but i'm kind of scared for it to be like a hit or miss Mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like she's like because her first her freshman album it was good but it didn't get the traction because i don't think it was marketed seven oh i remember that okay but i don't think it got the traction and then also because she was pregnant while she was on tour she then like her family life like and now she has the show so hopefully i think the show is supposed to be gearing up towards when the album i don't even feel like she wants to be a musician like, I feel like I could see her being someone... Like, I don't know. I feel like she's so much more than... Not to undermine, like, people who are artists, but just saying, like, I feel like... when I feel like that Fade video just, like, 
yeah. you know and then also i don't know if you guys actually watched their show but i watched parts of it and like she's such a personality like yes. i also wouldn't want her to be pigeonholed into that either because reality yeah. tv is just like a mess but mm-hmm. like she's so real i feel like yes you know i think the fact that she has because one thing hasn't like completely hit and is like okay this is your field she's been able to dibble and dabble and you realize that she is good at everything so i think for her that's a good thing is she a jack of all trades or is she a master of some you know my you know i first learned that my grandmother told me because i used to say oh brie is a jack of all trades or somebody and my my grandma was like but master of none and i was like damn (laughs) but yeah i just learned that not too long ago um i think i don't know i think she's Oh, that's hard to. Because I, I think she's a jack of all. She's a jack of all trades. I think she masters that dancing though. I think yeah, but so. She, yeah. she can she can sing too. Yeah. Does I feel like she still does everything and there's allure around her. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> but no, yeah. I'm I I love her. I follow her. To she's the real. Um, but yes, that is the new music rundown. It's a lot. Um, I can't wait yeah. for Drake. I th- <laughs> she's like, I can't wait for Drake. <laughs> Mood. Right. Turn that in again. <laughs> Do you ha- do they do you have music playing during your shoots or anything? Um, no. Like most of the shoots are like more lifestyle. Like it's just them living their lives. Mm-hmm. Or even like your own shoots. Oh, my own. Um, it really depends. Like I'm not. I don't. I don't feel like I need to sh- shoot with music. Mm-hmm. I have had it. Nothing. Like nothing like specific though. Here and there. Okay. What we got up next, Christine? Um, we're gonna we're gonna do a black woman candy camp, but we will very quickly. Okay. Um, this is one of our segments where we talk about something that's a stereotype or something that's projected on black women, and think about whether or not, like the can the camp, but we will. So the I the idea that oh we can do it or we don't have to do it or nonetheless we will do it or like dispelling the myths. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the one we wanted to talk about was K. Michelle and her booty injections or implants. What were they? They were implants. Implants. Um, so basically, they were bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wrote on um, Instagram in full detail, like the pain and everything that she's been through. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was like really important for her to like express that to the public because of obviously being a public facing person. Um, and doing so with honesty and transparency, like she said. So I'll read a little bit of what she wrote. Wait, sorry, before you do that, is this like her talking about injections she's gotten in the past or did she get some recently? Um, So it's her saying that she 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 got the old ones. ones. to remove them. them. Remove them, yeah. Um, So she said, January 12th, I started a journey to correct a mistake I did over six years ago. The first surgery went well, so we thought until my body started to shut down while I was on tour. For 26 cities, I was on steroids to walk and keep down an infection, causing me to get off stage and be rushed to the ER over four times. And then the next day, back on stage. Basically, she found out that the silicone spread. This was around the same time that she was. She found out that she had lupus. Oh, my um, God. The surgery she had to remove it took six hours, like six whole ass hours. Oh um, the blood count, count was low. It was just so, it was like, kind of like problem after problem That's when really it started. Um, and... I think, no, I will say that for her to be alive with, um, after like all of this stuff happening is, is nothing short of a miracle. So, um, yeah, we wanted to talk about like overcoming the, just overcoming like 
the insecurities or like expectations on the female on the black female body and just think about like black women can do it like you can get your injections you can make it like there are women um that get them and say like they they do it for themselves they don't do it for the allure of anyone else um or black women don't have to do it because you can love your body and nonetheless we will do whatever we want you know what i'm saying right whether i want it or not like but yeah like literally highlighting that some people don't have like the the means to get things done the the best way or get them the safest way to get them removed to have like you know doctors in beverly hills like she had Mm -hmm. um so yeah, yeah, like it's it's a it's a huge conversation about access and opportunity and healthcare and safety and body image. Mm-hmm. I mean, it made me wonder about like my own insecurities with my body and things like like there's one thing about like being insecure about your body and then also being insecure about like health issues that you have and how you're able to you know complement the two because she had the lupus situation going on as well as you know this cosmetic surgery that she was going on that was going on with her body. Um, and for me, I had to resort to not only because of money because ain't nobody got the money for implants or anything also that but also like <laughs> lifestyle changes like are long term mm. um were the only way for me because i'm po like p-o-h-h-h-h-h-h-h. p-o you can't afford the o-r yeah, i can't afford, <laughs> afford the o-r mm. um so i was wondering like what about you all You're not like poor. <laughs> i'm rich i'm rich i'm enough and i'm rich but um <laughs> what about you all like thinking about um insecurities like body insecurities or like and thinking about like how would you go about you know getting through these insecurities or overcoming such insecurities in terms of your bodies i think the most important for me is stories i i believe in storytelling i realize that storytelling is like one of the things that keeps me going and it's the reason why i read so much and it's the reason why like i this is all full circle um please bear with me as i talk about this but mm-hmm. my third grade teacher just posted a project on my um on donut shoes.org and she's the reason why i actually started my library she and she was she posted a pro- project for her kids to get books um and it was harry potter and she was reading like in this crazy british accent i was like this is dope <laughs> as fuck um but she got me into stories and i feel like from that um just me seeing the importance of stories and hearing like how people live in different places on this planet um how people manage to survive how people reacquaint themselves with new york city how people um navigate through life that has been um so important to me so i feel like hearing stories from people that are influential is amazing and seeing them as influences um seeing them being you know forthcoming although we hate and we bash loving hip hop and all of that. It's like there's a reason why that show is up there for so has been up there for so long. It's like they're telling stories that were underground for a very long time, um, and I think that it brings things out into into the the mainstream media. mainstream media to start those conversations. Like I feel like a lot of conversations would not have started if it wasn't for loving hip hop. So I feel like it's the stories that motivate me and they help me realize different aspects of life and real makes me realize what I need or don't need um when it comes to my own body image and um personal insecurities or you know i just feel like it just takes it just takes a few stories and it takes you understanding the world at large and it takes you knowing that you are enough Mm -hmm. um to get you through yeah that's that's me um 
Basically, so was, sort of like you, how have you been able to overcome like body insecurities considering like what the media has shown like thinking about the people that you necessarily look up to or um, admire or that are fetishized um, because of their body images like how have you been able to overcome or how are you overcoming if you have any uh, insecurities as it pertains to the black person, your, your mm. personal body yeah I don't know I feel like I like the insecurities that insecurities I do have I haven't exactly overcome yet so I just kind of like hope for the best and like luckily it's nothing that like it's like too crazy like I mean some of them just come from me not liking them and I will ask other people and they'll just be like it's not that big of a deal like you're like <laughs> making a big about nothing but I think for me it's I don't know I'm honestly I'm still one of those people that are figuring it out and I am very thankful for people who like will like tell their stories like you say but it is difficult when like you don't have the same insecurities as someone else it's like you're dealing with like getting yeah. over your like like having small boobs or like having like saggy boobs or I don't know whatever it is I'm like I don't have that so what about me and like right. my th- my issues so right. I think at the end of the day really I think for me it's just been about like trying to really understand self-love and I remember like kind of going through like a situation with this guy and like being like yo I don't think I love myself and like that was kind of like one of the first times I started to think about um like the, the situation had nothing to do with my insecurities but just like the kind of shit I endured in that situation made me start to question like okay how much do I love myself to let myself go through like x y and z and then opening that kind of like Pandora's box like all this other stuff come out mm-hmm. came out and I was like wait a minute like I might have to like really think about stuff. So yeah, like, I don't know. Like I, I um, like I'll be like really honest. Like I don't like my feet because I figure skated for like a long time and I just never liked them. So like I like have I, not hid them, but I just like don't. Like they're not that bad, but I just don't. I don't like them. Mm-hmm. So like that's something I'm always just like, dang. Like I'm 22 years old. Like I'm getting older. Like, I go to these tropical places. Like how am I gonna get over this? And I really don't know. Like I really don't know. And like my best friend, my mom, like they're like it's not that bad. But I'm like ah. So you have to go to Cuba, girl. I know. Like I, yeah. I've like been able to like cope with it. Like it's really not mm-hmm. that serious. And then sometimes I look at people who like have other like instability. I mean, <laughs> instability <laughs> insecurities that are like very like like obvious like you know like i'll meet someone who has like a skin something or like mm-hmm. they're missing and i'll be like wow like, i'm over here complaining about my thing like they have to like they wear their stuff and they mm-hmm. you know they like they with pride so i don't know i think we're so young and now i think that being a black woman is like very much about being the strong like you know assertive like know what you want whatever but i personally like i don't really have a problem with admitting like i don't really know yet so i'm still figuring it out but whatever <laughs> i think we're all still figuring it out yeah we are for sure as um we try to take over yes the different industries and spaces and mm-hmm. work with each other and learn from each other but also like make a name for ourselves like, for sure um, so that'll that's wrapping up our our episode today. Um, we want to say thank you so very much for making yeah. time for a little old us. Right. Um, and you're having we, me. <laughs> like actually like hearing your story is impactful and um I feel like like you were saying, like Christine providing that trajectory and having you look back on things that you probably didn't automatically like think of. Yeah. As well as like you telling us things that um that we don't necessarily get from social media was very right. amazing and um, thank you for being part of the conversation you yes. <laughs> good luck with the show thank, thank you. you and so with that we are going to tune out of the, the takeover, takeover with Kristen. our guest oh shit hello <laughs> <laughs> um, Kristen and christine see you all Bye. later